Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to the Parenting Show, guys. It is the first Sunday of the month. March has arrived and the first Sunday of the month means it is time for the timeout edition of the Parenting Show, guys. It is with me. It is with Miranda Malisani and Sarah Blackwood. Ladies, how are you? And happy March. Happy March, indeed. Happy March. Spring is almost here. I know. That's why I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm like, sunshine, <laughs> springtime, bring on the birds singing, blue skies. Like, you guys are getting hype. You guys, you guys I like, like it. my vibes? I like the vibes, Pina, but I have to remind you that in Canada, we have a fake spring. I that know. <laughs> before spring. So we got it prepared. Why do you have to burst my bubble? Like, I'm sorry. Just, I have to just keep it real. Just let me have it. And it's my birthday month. <laughs> Wait, when is your birthday? I'm an Aries. So it is March 25th. Ooh, exciting birthday month. Yeah, nice. I'm uh last year I celebrated in quarantine, my, my oh. big four O in quarantine. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I have no idea what this year has in store, but uh, whatever. <laughs> Sounds like you need a 40 redo. You need a redo of that 40th. Actually, ladies, I have a question for you. Did either of you celebrate your birthday in quarantine? No. Yes. So does it even count if we celebrate in quarantine? No. Or am I still 39? You're still 39. <laughs> Ooh, I like this thought. However, I, like I actually, I, when I celebrated my birthday was October. So we, we, we were able to have, like, we went out for dinner with, there was six of us. And then afterwards went to one of my friend's house and partied in her shed. <laughs> <laughs> like old times, I'm sure. And, and we really are fun, the adults actually. here and we are mothers. It's shed party time. <laughs> Actually, when I say shed, it's it was actually her, it's her kids' clubhouse that is off of like it's not in her house; it's on her property. That's where we were celebrating. So, I actually had a really fun birthday this year. That is good. That sounds like fun. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I we celebrated. It was fun. I celebrated in um, at home because it was lockdown. It was last March. We had just gone into lockdown, and we did a Zoom party. And everyone dressed up. Um, oh yeah, like yeah, like but like in costume kind of weird stuff. So like I was like, <laughs> like what? Wait, Tina. yeah, hold on, like, hold what on. Kind of hold weird on. costume are we talking? About? No, like not that kind of stuff, girls. <laughs> like how weird did it get? Um, yeah. No, we were just like it was like Mr. Dress Up Tickle Trunk kind of costumes. You said tickle. Does that sound bad? <laughs> still, that sounds. That still sounds like. Something else. Still going that route. <laughs> okay, listen. I was I was done up like a hippie. Okay, I had like the headband going, the pink little like what do you call those sunglasses? Like the circle ones. Is there a name for them? Circle sunglasses. There you go. Circle sunglasses. Going. <laughs> I had some weed going. Yeah, it was good times. <laughs> good times. All right, <laughs> you look you lucked out because well. Did you really luck out? Your no, wait, right hold on a second. Okay, when you have a birthday on December 21st, you lose from the beginning of your life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you lose from day one. 
because nobody yeah. gives a shit about your birthday. And also you like, you always are buying gifts for everybody else, not to be like a spoiled little birthday girl, but you're always thinking about everybody else so that, and no one's available because they're all like holiday, you know, whatever doing oh, for yeah. holidays. So it's kind of like, I just want to have a July birthday. And this year, I think I might just do that. Pretend I'm still 38. Aren't there? Yeah. I feel like there's people who have winter birthdays that do that. Like my sister's birthday is January 5th, but she relocated her birthday to in June somewhere, July. So she could have a like summer that. birthday. I'm going to do it this year, Sarah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. It's finally the year because I'm going to be 40 in yeah. December. So I'm going to stall it uh, and repeat 39 and then I'll have my 40th later or another 30 I think you should yeah. and you know what if there's Christmas in July why not Miranda Melisani's birthday in July I know That's right right good point <laughs> yeah. can we all just like stop for a second um because those of you guys listening at home just so you know the three of us are not in studio obviously pandemic days do not allow us to to be together in studio so we're on zoom so we can see each other on zoom I'm at home, Miranda's at home, and Sarah's coming to us from her mobile <laughs> office. It's such good light. <laughs> if you could only see Sarah right now. <laughs> Guys, she's in her rug. I have a rug in my car. I got toilet paper. This is my, that's all you need. But you do have like, she's got some great light in there. She's got the sunroof, yeah. like. You got it made, Sarah. It's a nice panoramic sunroof. So a lot of, lot of natural light coming in. It's beautiful. It's a skylight. It's a skylight. It's warm. My seat is warm. The outside cannot touch me. I'm <laughs> you in know what? Here. I think that this is, I think Sarah's onto something, Miranda. I, I think, think so. for the next time out edition, we should all be in our vehicles. It's a great idea, Pina, but I may not turn around. I may just keep on driving. <laughs> just keep on just keep exactly. drive. And go far, to far away. <laughs> so yeah. ladies, I know we're still in, we're still dealing with like COVID and this pandemic. And honestly, I feel like it's it's what we talk about day in and day out. We can't escape this crap, right? So I was like, you know what, for the timeout edition. Like we need some kind of escape. We need to like just talk about something else. So guys. Did, uh, let, let's talk about uh, Alec Baldwin. Did you hear about this? Baby number six. I mean, that's, that's a whole other kind of reality right there. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Guys, I was like, when did this even happen? And I had no idea that he even had five kids already. Are they and all with the same girl? Like, Are they all with the same woman? So this is with uh, his wife, Hilaria Baldwin. So basically they have the baby who they just announced, um, but he's already five months old, Eduardo. Then they've got their two-year-old son, Romeo Alejandro David, their four-year-old son, Leonardo Angel Charles, their five-year-old son, Rafael Thomas, and their seven-year-old daughter, Carmen Gabriela. So wait, they have five boys and one girl? No, that's not happening. If I had had a girl first, I would have had two probably, but I mean, so yeah, I'm blessed with three wonderful boys. It makes sense because my whole life I've been surrounded by men growing up, all the jobs I've ever done have been surrounded by men. So of course I, I didn't get, <laughs> get the, <laughs> the girl, but at least I get to teach my boys how to be really yes, good do. men. That's my, yes. like, 
that is my now my biggest purpose. But Sarah, we have to also talk about the fact that Romeo has an alter ego, uh, Rocco. Is this Rocco? <laughs> Thank you. You know what? People people think that Romeo has. Are a you name. serious? That we That's have funny. two. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. They're like it's like uh, the Olsen twins. So, okay, hold on. I need to explain for those of you guys listening, you're wondering, what are you guys talking about? So Sarah's got three boys. So Sarah, you've got, um, your oldest is. Giorgio, he's seven. Luigi's five. And then Romeo's three. But Romeo has his own little (laughs) series, like video series called Romeo Eats. And they just recently introduced Rocco, who is like his alter ego. Rocco's like the bad the bad version of Romeo and Romeo's so sweet and yeah. like kind and a good boy. So yeah. there is only one child, people, Romeo, but Rocco's <laughs> just like show. And it's he's the best. I cry when I watch it's the so episodes. Funny. Yes. So oh, good. So good. He's so fun. But yeah, guys, I don't know. So like Sarah, you've got three. I've got three. And Miranda has two. I cannot imagine life with six. Like, and that's crazy. The ages, too, guys, like, br- like a newborn. I was gonna say brand new. <laughs> what well, is right? A newborn, <laughs> two year old, four year old, five year old, seven year old. And Alec has also teenagers, does he not? I think he has kids know. from his previous marriage. I can't even keep up. But someone did, someone did call him out, guys, um, on social, just saying, like, well, who's the mother? You know, um, she wasn't pregnant. She gave birth six months ago. If it was a surrogate, just say that. And Alex snapped back. Oh my God. Good. Yeah, no, I'm no, guys. His, you know yes. what? Reply was amazing. So he snapped back saying, you should shut the fuck up and mind your own business. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> you Good. know? And it's, it's, that's the cares? truth. For real. It is the truth. It's no one, I mean- there's a reason why they waited five months to post the picture. Like social media is there because people want to showcase their lives. Yeah. What people choose to put on there yeah. is up to them. It doesn't matter who carried that baby. It doesn't matter where, it doesn't, none of that matters. No, it and doesn't matter if that a we, stork dropped it off to your front door. No, it door. doesn't. And it's like, exactly. why are we, why is anybody judging anybody for having ch- children that they're taking care of? Like. I understand the global impact, fine, you can go that route, but it's not your child, like let people be, it's their thing, like whatever. Yeah, right. relax. Oh my God, relax, everybody relax. It's so true, (laughs) everyone relax. Chill out, take it easy. Uh, We're gonna, you know what, let's take a quick break, but I, I wanna talk more about like the baby world. So don't go anywhere because you are tuned into the parenting show, it is, it is the timeout edition. We will be right back with more right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Now back to the parenting show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back. You are tuned into the parenting show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca, and it is the timeout edition. It happens each and every single month, the first Sunday of every month, and it is with myself, with Sarah Blackwood, and with Miranda Malasani. We just talk about whatever we want. We just finished talking about Alec Baldwin and his brand new sixth child, 
which I can't even imagine. It's crazy. How much help do you, you know? think you have though? Like how much, like you have to have a lot of help. Yeah. Well, when you right? have that much money, Miranda. Like, I know you're right, Pina. I can't think have like a that. nanny for each child, right? And you know what? Sure. Here's, and you know what? It takes a village. So yeah. if they, if they're able to accommodate that for themselves. Good on you. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. It, it's basically like having whoever, whoever's helping them. Like think about how much help our families give us, you know, grandparents, like not everybody, like not everybody gets that, but I like Johnny's parents are amazing. If I had three sets of Johnny's parents and had six kids. Oh my God. I would, be having, I would, I would build a, yeah. like a commune somewhere. And I'd be like, this is my life. This is great. I have like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It takes a village. No one person can raise that many children on their own. So no, no, let it be. Like, for me, it was three. I had three, you know, Samantha, who's now nine, Liliana, who's seven and Marcus, who's five. Um, and I had three C-sections. And when the doctor had me open, I asked for two things. I said, listen, while you have me open on this table for this C-section, I'd like to make two requests. Number one, feel free to give me a tummy tuck while I'm open on the table. I will gladly take that. And I'm like, don't tie these tubes of mine. I want you to rip them out of me and run far, far away with them. You know, those are the two requests. He was able to um, grant me the request with my tubes, but the, uh, I didn't get the tummy tuck, sadly. <laughs> well, you know what, Tina, I was going to say you, there's a difference between, and they're all blessed and they're all knowledgeable and they're all artists in their own way, but there's a difference between a C-section doctor and a tummy tuck doctor. And I yeah. feel like, I feel like you maybe didn't, wouldn't have uh, wanted the C-section doctor to do that for you. I feel like maybe, right. I don't know, maybe, <laughs> they're, maybe they're cosmetic surgeon too, but just in case you don't end up on botched. Don't ask your C-section surgeon to also give you a tummy tuck. <laughs> yeah, valid, valid, valid point, Sarah. But okay, I don't know if this is too personal to ask, but have you ladies gotten your tubes tied? No, I didn't. I refused no. to. Um, I didn't have C-sections. I, I, I would have on the third one. I wanted to after um, Luigi. And my midwife said to me, don't do it yet don't do it yet, just in case. And I'm glad that she did that because we did end up deciding we wanted to have one more because we wanted to try for a girl. But then I ended up just getting pregnant because we brush shoulders and I get pregnant. So um, <laughs> that's like, that's like me. <laughs> yeah, <a> little. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I feel really, I feel really grateful for that. Um, but then, you know, so after Romeo, it was, I actually ended up getting a, a copper IUD put in because I needed time to convince Johnny to go get a vasectomy because I didn't want to, I didn't want to do anything else to my body. I felt like I had done enough. Of Three course. children, episiotomy, like yeah, the no healing kidding. process, your body changes forever. Oh God. Nursing, yeah. like all the things we go through. And, you know, with all due respect to men, you get to walk in and have a paper cut on your balls <laughs> for, for five minutes and you can have pregnant sex for the rest of your life. It's amazing. It's a score, Sarah. You're right. Yeah, so see, that's how I that's how I convinced Johnny. I said, "Listen, you remember this might be too personal. Do you remember the sex that we had when I was pregnant? Remember how fun that was? Yeah, we could have that yeah. for the rest of our yeah. lives if you, you go worry. do that." And he was yeah. like, "Why don't you get a tube tied or a hysterectomy?" I was like, "You are insane." Hysterectomy. I can't. I can't talk to you <laughs> after saying that. Uh, this is it. 
just go do it and then we'll be the happiest good, good. on the planet you know hold yeah. on and Sarah so Sarah why didn't you just go get a hysterectomy <laughs> you know like come on where did that even come from oh um, it's easy. just the Great internet recovery. the internet <laughs> oh god <laughs> Yeah. So we wow. we're good now, but, yeah. and I got my, I later told him that I had the IUD cause he was talking about IUDs randomly one day. And he was like, did you know that people like they'll, they'll put copper in their bodies. And I'm like, I've had one for two years since trying to convince you to go get this done. He's like, what you need to go get it out. And I'm like, well, now I can, cause you have this <laughs> thing done. So I had that secretly for two years. I didn't say a word to him. So all the women out there, if you're, if your mission right now is to get your husband to have a vasectomy, Go get a secret IUD if you can. And if you can, just constantly tell him, remind him about, well, we had really fun sex when I was pregnant because I was like all over him because it was just a part of the hormones. But just remember that like condom free sex. Yeah, it's the best kind of sex. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. See, like, honestly, like for me, I was already open on the table. So I'm like, listen. God bless Dr. Cohen at Sunnybrook Hospital. I'm like, buddy, when I'm open, I'm like you, you find the tubes, find the tubes, just rip them the hell out of me and <laughs> run down the hallway far, far away. I don't need them anymore. Okay. Yeah. But if that was not the case, no, it wouldn't be me going. No, no, no you, no, no, no. The guy can go and get a little snip, snip. Here's a bag of frozen peas. Peace out, buddy. Yeah. You're on your own now. Yeah, I mean, it's a couple days of being uncomfortable. Let's face it, like as women, man, a the couple days. that we still like. Come on, yeah, we go through forty weeks of oh, yeah. pregnancy. Okay, guess what? Do the math. That's not nine months. That's yeah. ten months. Ten and months. Also, it's not like with nine months must have been a yeah. man. Yeah, yeah you're it's right. Not comparable. And it's not comparable. Sarah, you're the episiotomy. Like I broke my tailbone having my first jacks during oh, labor God. and delivery. And it literally took me a year just to recover from that. So like I would be breastfeeding and sweating because of the pain of just sitting. So like, yeah. So thankfully my partner got the big V and, um, and that, that is all good and fun because it's true. Like we, I think that that is something that as men, you should step it up. Yeah. Hold on a sec. You, your tailbone broke? What broke. the How hard were you pushing? Well, so what happened was, and I'm not going to name a hospital, but um, they made a mistake and they didn't give me the epidural until I was nine dilated. Oh, and yeah. then I couldn't feel a thing. So I pushed for two and a half hours. And because of the, of the friction of Jax's head, it literally like broke my tailbone oh and my God. you know, the pain, oh right? God. You know, the pain, like, yeah, it was brutal. So like episiotomy, everything, you know, the pain just is that, but when you break your tailbone and you have to nurse a, like a newborn who had birth trauma, it was it was hell. It was awful. Like my body was in pure stress for so many months. So like that physical pain alone, maybe not want to get, get pregnant again for like almost yeah. four years. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, our Absolutely. bodies go through a ton. I can see yeah. that. So oh, gosh. just take a second, men. Just yeah. take one for the just team. Take it for the <laughs> Don't team. Don't argue it. Don't even argue it. Just no. say, yep. I, this is my, this is your portion of what you're contributing is yeah. it's very unbalanced. So just say yes, go do it. Never talk about it again. Yeah. And like you said, it's just fun. Like, I it's, mean, after that, it's so great. Like there's no worry. I mean, there's wait, there's still no a percentage. Worries. And you Google, like, I'm, did you ever Google like vasectomy 
babies. Yeah, vasectomy uh, okay. babies. Yeah. So it it does it does happen, right? And there's a definitely percentage, and it can happen like even eight years after a vasectomy. So there's something to be said about like still so being not a, always shooting blanks. You're not, always, but I mean, I think it's if you don't go get checked after three months, and you can get you could. But I I know like I ran into someone at a farm years ago, and she had three kids, and then I was like, oh, your baby's good. She goes, yeah. She's like, this is my vasectomy baby. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like she was oh, like. Wow. You know, it's a miracle when that happens, but like still not planned, right? That's what she thought yeah. too. <laughs> right? Was we did a, yeah. We actually didn't do the, the follow-up test. We didn't do the oh. follow-up. But oh, Sarah, how, get on it. I know. Well, how quickly I got pregnant, it, like there was it was always pull and pray for us. This is a lot of information. <laughs> All my kids were. So that's how like so I and it hasn't been since the vasectomy and since the IUD came out. So I'm assuming it works, but we also did, you can get at Walmart, you can get men fertility kits. What? Yeah. Like, you know how you can get all the fertility kits. It's like a pregnancy test, but for men's fertility. Oh. And it like, you, it's, you do it at home. You like mix things, you shake it, you put it on the windowsill for a minute and a half. And then it tells you like, yes or no. So we did that <laughs> and it, apparently it's pretty accurate. So this is amazing. What I does it mean? Does that mean you have to put it on the windows? <laughs> I'm going to be that woman eight years from now that's friggin' pregnant. I'm telling you, I can fucking guarantee it. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> We're having we have too much fun on the, on the timeout edition. That's all I know. <laughs> Oh gosh. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's uh I don't know. And and there's also a small percentage of getting knocked up when you had your tubes done too, is there not? Totally, yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, I Listen. have a friend who don't say it. She got knocked up? What? No, she was on birth control. She got knocked up three times on birth control, like steady birth control, three times, three pregnancies. Yeah. <laughs> it's made her it made her more fertile. <laughs> it made her more fertile. Yeah, exactly. Oh, geez. I should have sent no. her to Walmart to get a fertility test for her, her husband. <laughs> we should have. Exactly. All I know is that if I were to get knocked up after my tubes have been tied, no, that's the cruelest joke ever. Three pregnancies, <laughs> everything I've been through, my boobs, like, you know, like quadrupling in size from breastfeeding. You know, getting my tubes done and then, oh, hey, another baby. Oh my gosh. But Pina, and this is a it. personal question, but like your boobs are huge. Okay, we all know that. Yeah. But like when you got pregnant, it got bigger, <laughs> but did they did they go smaller after? Because like I lost I lost no. a lot of boobs. No, okay. So I think I I think I went up to like something stupid like a G like which guys think about that <laughs> what is wow I didn't think wow they I have a picture and I will send it to you too I have a picture breastfeeding Marcus as a newborn you can't even see his poor head <laughs> <laughs> one boob looks like a huge watermelon I don't even know how he was able to latch Oh, that's, oh, uh, God. that's okay. So severe. You know what? <laughs> With that said, yeah, I think we're sharing a little bit too much. We're going to take a quick break, but we will be back with more. You're listening to the timeout edition right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. It's the parenting show.
listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into The Parenting Show with me, Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, along with my special guests and co-host because it is the Time Out Edition, the show that happens once a month, the first Sunday of every single month. I've got Miranda Malisani with me and Sarah Blackwood. And guys, we're just, we talk about whatever we want. It's a timeout edition. This is what we do. Um, and with that said, I'm going to throw it over to the ladies because I'm behind on drinking my water. So I'm going to let you guys talk while I down some water, okay? Because okay. I, I'm, but I'm behind. Can today. I just say, Pina? So when I, when I logged in to our Zoom call here, literally the whole bottle, if you could see Pina's like it's a gallon of water. Is it no, how much is it, Pina? It's how much is that? A gallon, and I container. almost had it shoot out of my nose right now because Sarah's making me laugh. How many? Wait, what's in a gallon? It's bigger how than many, her head. How many liters is in a gallon? It's I think I calculated like a three point seven liters or something liters? like that. But are you drinking that whole thing, Pina? Today? Yeah, so I bought this on Amazon. Okay, you at home cannot see this, but guys, it is a huge water bottle and there's got like time marks on it. So I have to drink so much by seven and nine and it'll say like, good morning or, or nine o'clock, have a nice day. And it's just like, you know, encouraging me to drink my water. And so far I've been downing this whole thing in a day. How many days have you been doing it for? A week now? How do you feel? How do you feel? Yeah. I feel like I have to pee all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do. I feel pregnant well, um, again. Like I'm peeing all over the place. <laughs> I feel, I feel good, but I honestly, I haven't noticed a massive difference yet. Apparently I was told that, um, this week now I should be noticing like a, a big difference in like energy and even like, um, skin, all kinds of interesting things. So we shall see what, uh, what happens. I don't know, but do you guys drink your water? Is it, see, for me, I struggle. That's why I bought this huge jug. I'm like, I have it with me, fill it up in the morning. It's beside me. And I'm just, I have to get through it. I, I am really bad for drinking water. I, I have to be honest. I, I force myself to drink water in the morning with some lemon. And then I, I, sometimes I go date, like it's bad. It's really Johnny, my husband, he's amazing. He's drinking water all day long. Sometimes he'll be like, here, drink some water. And I'm like, oh my God, I haven't drank water all day. So, and my sister and I actually have a, an ongoing joke about how much we dislike to drink water. Yeah. And we'll like send each other videos of us, like obnoxiously doing something in some way to get our water. Like she sent me a video once of herself in the shower. She just turns towards the shower head and opens her mouth. <laughs> like this, this really like distraught, disgusted face. And she's like getting my water, you know? So like, I need to, I need to flip my, my mentality towards water. I need to be, I need to build a better relationship with water. Can Sarah, I just say though, we, you know okay. what we got to do? I got to get you one of these. I got to ship one of these gallon water bottles to you and maybe I need a we water can, like, encourage each other. You know what I mean? Because I honestly, this past week that I've had it, I've been drinking water. Otherwise, exactly like you. I'm like, what water? Who? Like yeah. I go to the gym, I'd have my water bottle, but that was about it. 
You know, yeah, it's and so I drink, hard like, in the winter though, right? Like it's so hard to yeah. actually force yourself because when I'm cold, the last thing I want to do is drink water. But I do find like, okay, here's the nutrition side of me that we'll speak right now because I'm totally with you. Like wintertime is challenging to drink water and because we're cold and we don't want to drink something that's cold either, right? So we, I, I totally have to force myself in the wintertime. But I think it's really important not to, like you have to push yourself and motivate yourself, but there's also such thing as overhydrating, right? It's not good for you either. And so if you're drinking fluids throughout the day, they count. You just have to make sure that it's not like a diuretic. It's not like tea or coffee that's draining your water. So I think it's important to like find that balance because sometimes we think this is the water I have to drink and you're still drinking coffee, you're still drinking tea, whatever it might be. So Miranda, you said don't overhydrate. Like, yeah, what's that? I'm bottle? drinking a that gallon. Am I okay? I know. I actually, okay. So here's my general rule is that it's your half your body weight in ounces is what you're supposed to drink. So Pina, I'm not going to ask you what you weigh, but I'm, gonna I'm not telling you, you on the air like, either. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say that you should take that as kind of a reference point and realize that the other beverages you're drinking go towards that. Plus even salad greens, anything that's got, it has water concentration in it, soup, whatever it might be. So drink, but if you do, like, I do think it's important to not force your kidneys into stress either. Okay, hey, wait. And Marina, this is like why that. we have Miranda Malisani, holistic <laughs> <nutritionist laughs> on the show. <laughs> exactly. Tell, so say that again. What is it? How many ounces to what? Okay. So half your body weight, you convert that into ounces. It's a general rule of thumb. Now in the summertime, we're sweating, it's hotter. So that might increase our needs, right? In the wintertime, we're not sweating, we're frigid. And also you have to take in consideration the rest of your beverages. Now, coffee and tea and alcohol and diuretic, you can't necessarily count that the same way. It's an herbal tea that's not diuretic. I mean, you kind of just have to know what you're consuming. If you're having soup, like a bone broth, whatever it is that acts as liquid, but if it's very salty, it can, it can again, like take water from your body. So really what it is, is a balancing act. Is your urine pretty clear? Although if you take a B vitamin, it makes it more yellow. Um, like how, like how often you're going, you're, you're peeing, how often you're peeing and also like your energy, all this is considered. But if you take that big jog jug, Pina, I'm worried that you will consume too much too. What it, it is too much. I just did the calculation. It's what, way more so, than half so of what, my body weight announces. Yeah. So what happens if you overhydrate? Well, okay. So it, it's, it, it might be hard to do that, but you've heard in your stories of like a woman, I think calling into a radio station and they challenged her to drink a whole bunch of water in a certain period of time. She died. Right. Oh, great. Now I'm going to die. Uh, you're not going to yeah. die. You're going to die. You're gonna die. I'm, I'm, that's the extreme version, but I'm saying you want to make sure you're not like everything's in balance. So have half the water. And if you're drinking other liquids, I'm just saying like, make sure you're not, it, it, you've done this for a couple of days. It's fine, but don't consistently drink too much. That may not be as good for you in the long run. Oh you God. Get to start drinking your water at that's where now that you've done the calculation, what, what time do you start at on your bottle? According to your bottle, uh, my bottle says 7.00 AM and it goes till 9.00 PM. And so a gallon I just found out is 128 ounces, which is way over my allotment, according to Miranda's formula here. <laughs> so detox okay, so mode, Pina, you can totally get some detox movement from that. But I think consistently, you just don't want to dilute, um, you know, you want to make sure your cells are happy. That's all. You don't want to die. You don't oh my God. Die. Okay. So, um, okay. Oh, focus on not dying and we're going to take a quick <laughs> break. Okay. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more right here on the parenting show. It is the timeout edition on global news radio, 640 Toronto.
Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are tuned in to The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And it is the timeout edition with myself, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We've got Miranda Malisani and Sarah Blackwood, my co-hosts. Each and every month we do this, the first Sunday of every month. And we just talk about whatever. We go from we go from talking about Alec Baldwin and the six children to um, getting your tubes tied or vasectomies and drowning yourself with too much water. And now, guys, what you know? You know what I want to talk about? <laughs> LeBron James. He just listed his LA home. It's on the market for get ready for this twenty point five million dollars. What? On the U.S. So 20- that means like. I mean, a million, a million Canadians. Yeah. Guys. Yeah, that's a lot. I can't even wrap my head around that. The market's insane right now. And you know what? But the housing market's not as crazy in the U.S. right now as it is in Canada. Like Canada, it's very widespread across the whole country. Whereas in the States, it's like certain pockets that are getting these really crazy bursts. I know all about this because I'm a professional... Uh, real estate person. <laughs> I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've been reading all about it because I actually really like the real estate. I love real estate. I love real estate market. My dream is to be like a real estate tycoon mm-hmm. one day, and um, and uh, it's absolutely mental. But I've I've also been hearing that a lot of the people from California, from LA, are moving away from LA. Like Justin Bieber also just sold his eight million dollar really? mansion. Is it just because LA. of the, like they just want to be and done people, with that that vibe? Like, what is it? What did you What did you read? Yeah. I think so. I think it's like they're de- the vibe is changing. There's a lot of like tent cities and stuff going up all throughout LA, all throughout the beaches, all over the place, and people are just like they're and it's so expensive. Like. A lot of these entertainment, at least in my industry, they're moving to Austin, really? Texas. They're moving to places that, Ooh. like, it's way more reasonable to buy a home. It's way more reasonable. I mean, Justin Bieber, LeBron James, they can buy whatever house they want. But if you look at the markets, like, a house in, in Austin, Texas, that's 3,000 square feet, is 350000 Whereas in LA, a house that's 3,000 square feet is at least $3 million. Wow. wow. So, like, I think people are starting to realize that it's a little bit overpriced for what well, you're getting, okay. you know? And, and again, yeah, LA comes with a lot well, of other see, that right so there, I think, I think just, you start realizing like there's an energy in every location, right? So like you're somewhere and you realize like, do you want to yeah. be part of the energy? Do you want to contribute to the energy or do you want to move to something that feels better? And I think that like anywhere yeah. you go, anywhere you drive through, you can feel the energy of that community. Even just like, you can't really quantify it, but you feel it. You know what I mean? And what are you paying for yeah. at the end of the day? The zip code? You know what I mean? Is it yeah, just yeah, to exactly. say you have a house sure. in LA? Yeah. Um, and guys, hold on. Yeah. One really one observation I just made as I'm as I'm going through this article about LeBron James selling his home, I'm going through all the pictures and his place looks spectacular. But guys, you know what I don't see? I don't see a basketball court. I do see a driveway with a little <laughs> basketball oh, net. Like no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He's a basketball player. What is that? Maybe we should get Drake's designer to help him next time. <laughs> right? Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. This housing market stuff is on fire here. Like it is. I heard that everyone, because of COVID, 
and everyone working from home, um, a lot of people are opting to sell their homes in downtown Toronto and move up north. Yeah, well, I live in Oxbridge and it's crazy here. Insane. Because everyone's insane here too. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. apparently um, the different uh, different areas like Owen Sound is um, actually has a campaign going to try and draw people there saying that they're like the work from home capital of Ontario. Come on. <laughs> like what is going on? Yeah, yeah apparently they have like some uh like pictures too you know what i mean with that show people like you know dress in their pajamas working from home and that's like their you know their little thing to try and attract people their, their hoodie over their head and yeah. then their laptop <laughs> it's like but you it's know like a suit jacket shirt and tie and then pj bottoms <laughs> yeah, or zoom, it's just zoom looks yeah i um I, it's i get it though like i think you know along with all the horrible things that have happened throughout this pandemic I think a lot of businesses are realizing that some of the things they were doing weren't necessary and I think that's going to continue although people will start to go back to offices and they will start to go back and like Tina for the radio like there's a vibe of being in one room there's a reason Mm -hmm. why people want to be connected like that and but for some things it's not necessary so for these people if they can take their money from their Toronto home that they make, whatever it yeah. is, like Toronto houses are, they, it's insane. Crazy. Yeah. Come out here, buy a nice big property with maybe two buildings on it. They got a building for their life. And then they have a little space where they can actually do their work out in like the forest and it's quiet and it's beautiful and it's more inspiring for them. I think people are starting to really realize again, just like LA to Austin. It's like people are realizing they're shifting this they're shifting the space that they're in isn't actually necessarily working for them and making their life the best it can be and again if there's one thing we've learned throughout this pandemic it's resilience it's do what you you know figure out things that you love to do because those are the things that are going to make you happy and now we're here and our market out here in the forest or just in the suburbs is exploding because of that yeah i think it's going to shift our whole sense of community like completely sorry tina go ahead yeah, I don't know. Like, I have to say that if, if given the opportunity and someone said to me, like, you want to move right now, like get a lake house, I'd be like, done. Yeah, I'm I'd be like, okay, let's go. And I've always been like a city girl. So I'm yeah. like, no, like, I want I just want to be beside the water. And I want to be happy. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I think that what's interesting is like, we're going to see a shift in like where people work. So like community workspaces or like that, the workspaces that um, are like collectives and people can come and work in these really cool spaces and then go back to their home where you still need that social interaction, but yeah. it's just going to change the whole scope of I what we think, think is like what we need. Right. Yeah. I think it's great because think about like, especially like us parents, you know what I mean? Um, think about like how awesome that would be for our kids. Yeah, exactly. Our kids, our kids are going to be, well, we we're so different from when our parents were getting popped out of university and going straight into a factory or whatever. Right. Like, yeah, it's changing. We're not little boxes anymore. We're like, everything is changing. Our kids are going to have like, they're going to have really cool careers for sure. I I have no doubt about it. Yeah. Look already, you know, your little Romeo, Sarah, Guys, Romeo <laughs> eats. That's all I gotta say. You gotta check him out on social everywhere. The, the whole Romeo and Rocco thing, like I'm just I'm I'm dying. I, I saw a TikTok last night, the one with the yeah, hair. We're gonna, 
We're going to so be good. doing one of those a week for sure. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> Amazing. Love it. That is it for us today in the timeout edition. I wish these ones were longer. I don't yeah. think there's an <laughs> hour is enough. So fun. <laughs> Can but we stretch comments to two hours for real? I know, right? <laughs> if you're listening at home and you missed any of it, especially like, you know, the, the, the C-sections and all that stuff and, and <laughs> what happens on the windowsill, you're going to want to listen to <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast, which you can like listen on Apple or Google Play. So be sure to check that out. We will catch you next week uh, right here on the Parenting Show. And then the next uh, timeout edition will be the first Sunday in April with myself, with Miranda Malisani and Sarah Blackwood. Um, ladies, thank you so much for joining me. Can't Always. wait to do it next month. And uh, yeah, Thanks. we will catch you guys next week right here global news radio 640 toronto and i'm pina crispo of chicmama.ca